Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Hello and welcome back. To another episode of Doug and Renee. And Renee. (laughs) I ain't no use going with it. Married Life. Married Life. You got to flow with me. Married Life. Married life. You got to flow with me. Married life. Married life. It's all about the call. Married life. What you going to do? Married life. Doug and Renee. Married life. Married life. Married life. All right. All right. That's our song for right now, for today. For right now. For this episode. Right now. <laughs> no telling what we'll do next week. Yeah, we'll <laughs> come up with something better. Yes. Well, it might be the same thing. We might. I don't know. Yeah. Depends on our flow. Which way we'll go. Which way we'll go. So what we have also... Oh, I'm going to say what we have also. We are still talking about the call cost. Yes. And we just want to um, pick up where we left off. This is uh, part four, part five. Part four. four. Yeah, this is February. Four weeks. Oh, yeah. This is the last... Part, We're recording this the last Sunday. Yes, part four. This is the last week um, of this. If you didn't catch part one, part two, part three, we recommend that you do so. Whether you're listening to this on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, if you're listening oh, to it on, say the song. in the month of March, if you're oh, listening to it in the month Sunday, of June, Monday, Tuesday, whenever Wednesday. you listen to this podcast, we recommend you go back and listen to one, two, and three. Yes. So as as it is, um, I don't want to say custom, but what we've been doing is the last, um, what I want to say. The last episode. The last episode of a series, we pray. We seal it with prayer. Yeah. We like so, to tie a little bow around it. Tie a little bow. Tie a yellow ribbon. Okay. So okay. We, uh, we plan on doing the same, but we also want to um, share some things before we uh, pray. Yes, that we that we that we did not finish. I know facial expressions uh, along the we way. We try something new, so um, bear with us. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna uh, try and uh, finish up what we didn't finish up. Mm-hmm. Some things we believe the Lord gave us, and then we're gonna end with a word of prayer. Yes, uh, one of the things that I thought was important to make sure we we got in. There is accountability. Mm -hmm. As we talked about in the last episode, we talked about some things that the call of ministry, the call of marriage ministry can cost you. Mm -hmm. Again, it's not an um, all-inclusive list. There are certainly some things that we may have missed that you may have identified in your marriage. It cost you. Um, But these are things that we felt like the Lord gave us or things that we've experienced. Yes. And today, one of those things is accountability. So it's going to cost you accountability? It's going to cost you accountability, meaning you're going to have to be accountable. Mm -hmm. And this kind of goes along the lines with when we talked about self-preservation, people wanting to protect themselves and shelter themselves. Um, And when you're being accountable, you have to be vulnerable. You have to... You know, let go your inhibitions, if you will, and let down your guard and 
let down your walls and your protective layers <laughs> and and be transparent. And uh, to be accountable means being responsible and being responsive to your spouse. To your spouse. To your spouse. That's so phrase. for an example... I went away for an event this weekend. Uh, as the church folks say, you were on travel. I was <laughs> on travel, yes. I was on travel this weekend. <laughs> and normally my hubby would uh, join me for this particular fitness conference, and he was unable to. And that didn't mean we weren't accountable to one another. Mm-hmm. We called, we checked in, we text one another, yeah. where are you, what you doing? Not one of those things where it was a distrust, because mm-hmm. we're past that point in yeah. our relationship. It was one of those things where we were just being accountable. You okay? You good? I'm checking in with you. Like Doug is was saying, okay, did you lock your hotel room door? Did you, mm-hmm. are you locked in? You good? What you doing? Um, and before, before even that, I mean, it was the accountability arose where are you going to the conference or not? You know, you didn't just decide to sign up and go without without checking in with you. Yes. Yes. So that was that was part of being accountable also. Yes, exactly. I don't I don't come to Doug and say, I'm going to this conference. I'm going to this conference. I'm going to this conference kind of thing. Figure it out, Um, buddy. Even though I go every year, but it wasn't one of those things where I'm going to this conference. In most cases, I'm like, ah, oh, should I go? And then he's like, yeah, you need to go, you know, invest in yourself kind of thing. Um, and then also we pray every Saturday morning. We were still accountable to that. Yes, we were. Um, we, we, even though we weren't in the same location, we checked in and prayed with one another if one of us is going to be late, we check in and say, hey, I'm running late. Mm-hmm. I hit traffic, you know, something along those lines. Can you add anything else where we were accountable to one another, oh, dear? I, I was, I got a whole bunch. I got a whole bunch that I say I'm Well, I'm before. waiting for you to okay, roll. I didn't, roll, roll. I didn't know I was, was going to let you go. No, that's why I said thing. roll with yours. Oh, Can you okay. add any? So, um. <laughs> I don't get to come and leave, come and go, as I, you know, as if I was single. I don't get to, you know, make decisions as if I was single because I'm accountable to you. Mm-hmm. Can you give me, can you give our listeners a specific example? Well, let's, let's say um, I'm going to the store. Let's just, just going to the store. I don't get to just walk out the door, get up, you know. Get out, get in my car, you know, going through the garage or whatever. It was like, hey, Renee, I'm going to the store. You want anything? Want me to pick you up anything? Now, I probably, I may not want to pick you up something. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, true. That's hey. another story for that, another yeah, podcast. Another story, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, I'm going to the store or what store I'm going to or where I'm going. And I think. Not and, just. I'm, I'm going, going out, out, yeah, and you leave, and yeah. I don't know when you're coming back. Kind yeah, of well, thing. when you're coming back, I'll be back when I get back. You know, mm. sort of thing. That 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 doesn't fly. That's that's not being accountable to your spouse. If you if you don't want to be accountable, don't don't get, get married. married. Oh, I didn't even because <laughs> <laughs> you say this all the time. Selfish people should not get married. 
And so if you are, and I don't want to stereotype anyone, but if you're more accustomed to being in your in your own ways and because you've been don't doing it. Don't want to answer to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing it, you know, 40, 50 years. And now here comes, you know, a gentleman caller or a lady and you're thinking of, hey, you know, we might want to get married. Gentleman caller, they call him that now. The gentleman oh. caller. <laughs> We've been married a long time, y'all, so we don't know what the proper terms but, are. But I'm just saying, you know, you you these are things you need to factor in. Do I want to be accountable to somebody? Because mm. I'm used to walking. I'm saying this person may be thinking or should be thinking. I'm used to coming in my house whenever I want, leaving whenever I want, not having to let anybody know, you know, where I'm going, when I'll be back. I spend my money how I want to spend mm. my money, you know. Uh oh. I was thinking when you said that. You spent can, some do money I have a moment weekend? to chime in? No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I did, but you know, I spent money. I, a sister had to eat. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But when you was talking about that, I was saying, I hope he talks about spending money because mm-hmm. although we did an episode on finances last year, um, I think. That's something we could talk about. It's going to cost you um, not, maybe you are a um, very frivolous with your money mm-hmm. and you are used to just going out and buying extravagant things or spending money without being accountable to anybody yep. about the money that you spend. But when you become a team and you have certain goals and visions, um, you can't just, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Now, if it works in your marriage, hand, you, can you know, spend money like that. yeah, and your spouse is fine, then kudos to you. But you should uh, have some level of accountability where you can't just go out buy a yacht, yeah, or you know, you're gonna go buy a, a Lamborghini. Um, case in point, I bought a yacht. Um, you wanted to buy a motorcycle, oh, and no, it wasn't okay. about the finances. No. It was about my concern for his safety, mm-hmm. and. Doug, although he really, really went through a stage where he wanted a motorcycle. I really did. I really did not want him to get she really one. really did not. And guess what? He really respected that he was accountable to me and my feelings. And although it was, <laughs> as he chuckles, I don't know what the chuckle is. I guess we'll find out. I was going to get the helmet and the jacket. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I was going to get out the car with a motorcycle helmet and jacket. And get, the, get the boots, get the leather pants too. I, that, hey, I, I would have rolled with you with that. I around with a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. If y'all see that, that's Doug, y'all. <laughs> But he respected that, and that's accountability. You don't just go out and say, "Hun, I went and picked out the house for us. I know we were talking about buying a house, so I wanted to do this great thing for you, and I bought a house. Mm-hmm. I spent the money. I went, and I, I surprised you, and I closed on the house and everything. Mm. No. No. You know, don't. Because then it becomes, if you did all that, you signed the papers. The papers are in your name. Instead of both spouses' name. Right. If you did all that. So now the house, it is t- technically your house it's, for the mm, person who signed the papers. Mm, that's another story. Mm, that's okay. another story. But uh, financially, you should be accountable. You should yeah. have, I've heard um, 
uh, a couple who assisted us when we taught the premarital class and when they taught their own uh, session, um, experts in, in finances, one of the things they were saying is you should have an amount that you say we can't spend this amount without checking in with the other. So let's just say it's five hundred or a thousand dollars. You know, under five hundred or under a thousand. You know, spend to your little heart's no. content. Maybe you have each have your own um, accounts, accounts mm-hmm. that you could do what you want with it. You know, you have like an allowance, if you will, of money that you know you go get the ladies get their hair done, buy the outfits, get their hair done. The men go, you know, buy the leather jacket and the helmet, <laughs> <laughs> whatever works. Um, but above that, when you reach that cap, then there should be some level of accountability where you say, hey, hon, I want to go buy this yeah. thing that costs $1,200 or $2,000 and have a conversation about it and respect the other person. It's not that you're asking for permission in Just some way, shape, form, or for- fashion. You kind of are. Mm-hmm. You're collaborating on the decision and you're being accountable with the finances. Yeah. and it- when you were talking about um, someone in a marriage being frivolous with money, more than likely they are attracted to someone who's very tight with money. That's true. More than opposites likely, attract. Because opposites attract. So here you are just spending, spending, spending all your single days, and now you are attracted to somebody who's very structured, um, has a budget, and they do you know line by line. Item they itemize the monthly budget and they go through the numbers, and so that may be <laughs> what's funny because <laughs> I could just hear in your mind you would say you you say to me you cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was thinking basically. You said all that to say they cheap, they tight, <laughs> but no, they're budget conscious, they're, budget they're conservative. Cons- yeah, they're but okay, they're conservative with the money, fiscally. Uh, conservative. Mm-hmm. And so you'll probably be attracted to that person. So there has to be some middle ground for the two of you to come together, but it still has to be accountability. And like Renee was saying, whatever that dollar amount is that you all agree that you can't spend above, then whatever it is, then agree to it and stick to it. I think um, one of the things that in our life that I had to do And this was many, many, many years ago. Uh, I tried to start my own business and it did not uh, it didn't work for lack of a better phrase. It just didn't work. Uh, It wasn't a good idea or it wasn't and it wasn't a God idea. It was a Doug idea. I was Mm -hmm. trying to do some things and it wasn't necessarily on the up and up per se. And I I relied on someone else. Instead, you know, telling me this would be a good idea. If you start this business, you can get these contracts and so on and so forth and blah, blah, blah. And um, I quit my job. This was when, again, this was many, many years ago. I quit my job I was working at, and which put the burden on Renee to bring in all the income, uh, which was shifted on to her. And it didn't put her in a good spot. And again, I'm, I'm talking about being accountable. So right. you may have an idea to start your business, but whose idea is it? You know, did God give you the idea? And then if God did give you the idea, when are you going to start the business? How are you going to start the business? And these are all conversations 
that you need to have with your spouse because God's not the author of confusion and God's not going to tell you to start a business at the expense of your marriage. I just don't believe that. Right. So I, I think agree. I think um, you need to uh, humble yourself and talk to your spouse and say, hey, this is I believe God wants me to do this. OK, but God will give you a plan, whatever it is. And even if it's just stepping out on faith, that's a plan. But you need to have some sort of accountability with your spouse about how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it. And I know walking by faith and not by sight, I get all the faith scriptures, but you still need to talk to your spouse. You need to have that conversation with them. Yes. The Bible says you should submit one to the other, not just the woman submitting to the man, but the man also submitting to the woman to a certain level. Now the man is the head of the household. Yes, I understand that he is the head of the wife, but the Bible also says submit one to the other. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you check in with one another and uh, just remember, we're still talking about the call cost. It's going to cost you that energy or your own, you know, desire sometime and your own selfish needs mm-hmm. or wants to say, you know, I'm going to check in with you and see how how do you feel about this? And have, again, this is going back to way back when we first started this podcast, kind of the foundation is communication. Oh, the C word, Yes, you have to communicate. Um, that's another C to go with the call cost. It's going to cost you communication. <laughs> You're going to have to communicate. You're going to have to have a conversation and, you know, say, hey, I would like to do X, Y, Z. What do you think about mm-hmm. this? And when you ask, don't ask and be upset if they don't agree. Because, again, you talked about opposites attract. So a lot of times they may not see the vision that you see at first. Yeah. Because I remember when you came to me and said, Lord's leading you to, you know, step out and do your your fitness. And I know it was God because to take you out of your comfort zone to do what you're doing, how you're doing it, it had to be God. And so that was a conversation we had. Um, And we continue to have. Yeah, we continue to have. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, this is, and that's an excellent point. Just because you talk about it once, that doesn't mean it's never brought up again. This is going to be an ongoing, especially if you're starting a business, you know, how how you bring in finances or what finances are going out and so on and so forth. So you need to definitely communicate, communicate and communicate. Yes. Because the call cost. Yes. And you guys are in it together. Even if one spouse is the one, we're talking about a business, but it could be some other area of uh, your marriage where you're you know, ministry. That's right. It could be ministry. It could be a career choice. Like, you know, I feel like I'm called to be a firefighter. I'm called to be a cop. Um, Oh, goodness. (laughs) Um, It could be any, anything like that. And you don't realize, although you're like, this is my life. It's y'all's life. Mm -hmm. It's going to inevitably have an effect on your spouse and ultimately your marriage. The ministry of marriage is about becoming one. And although you have two separate bodies and two separate thought processes and two separate ways of doing things, you still want to do it collectively because you're merging into one. And 
is so important at some point in time that whatever that conversation is or conversations, because mm-hmm. you're going to have multiple conversations about different th- things, that at some point in time you come to an agreement. Yeah. Because there's power in agreement. So I just want to leave our listeners, our brothers and sisters, with uh, scripture. Brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs. Proverbs 15 and 22. And it says, uh, refuse good advice and watch your plans fail. Take good counsel and watch them succeed. Mm. I don't know where this is in the Bible, but what I that means. I Proverbs 15, 22. No, I'm going to say another scripture. <laughs> Stop it. There's another scripture that brought to my mind when you said that. And it's many of the plans of man, but God's plans I don't know. Uh, excel over them all. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Many of the plans of man. I never said uh, I was a Bible scholar. But God's plans prevails. That's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Prevails over them all. So a lot of times we do make plans and we have things that we want to do. But if it's not God's plan, it's, it's not going to prevail over God's ultimate plan. Proverbs 19.21. Proverbs 19.21. Many of the plans... In a person's heart, this is the NIV version, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Um, I'm sorry, that's the American Standard Version. Aren't you glad we can use technology and then got to yes. flip through the Bible? Thank flip. you. Where's that scripture at? Flip it through the actual flip pages. <laughs> Where's that scripture? I know, I know, I, I know. It was in the Book of Wisdom somewhere. Um, but yeah, so it's important that as you guys sit and make plans, that first and foremost, as we lead into getting ready to pray over the call costs, um, make sure it's not just your plans, it's God's plans for your life. Yep. Make Because that's what's going to cause your marriage to succeed, and that's what's going to cause you all to just thrive in your marriage, mm-hmm. which is what this podcast is about. We don't want you to just survive. Yep. We want you to thrive. So real quick before we pray, and now I'm going to come back, go back to what I said earlier about when I started tried to do my business. It caused great conflict and stress in our marriage because I tried to do something that God clearly did not tell me to do. And I was listening to the wrong people. All I saw was dollar signs and, you know, one of those. It wasn't necessarily a get quick rich scheme, but it wasn't something that God told me to do. And so it just caused stress and unnecessary stress putting on you, unnecessary stress on our marriage. And we we should at some point write a book on self-inflicted gunshot wounds that mm. we've caused in our own marriage. Why they gotta be gunshot? Well, self-inflicted <laughs> wounds. Such violence. <laughs> self-inflicted wounds. Cause we we especially I, I've done some things that it, if it wasn't for God in our lives and there's no way we would have stayed married. Or still be married almost 35 years. But you know what? We all do. And that's part of the cost. Some of it, we don't see the expenses that we have to endure in marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, even if we are the ones inflicting the wounds, 
Does that make sense? I was if, trying to follow you. If if we are if you say self inflicted wounds, uh-huh. so if we are the ones causing the the pain, we don't really realize that pain is affecting not just us, but it's affecting our spouse. Okay, and the children, and the children, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it's so important for us to just remember when we make our decisions that there is a cost from mm-hmm. from the time we say I do. There is an ultimate price that we are paying over and over again throughout the years. You don't stop paying because you reached oh twenty fifth anniversary. No more, no more cost. We it's smooth sailing from <laughs> no here on out. No more accountability. <laughs> you already know. I'm I'm good. I'm just going to the store. I'm coming back, and you know, you know where I'm going. Yeah, you know, you know me, son. You you know me, right? <laughs> you know me, bro. We just you know this how we roll. Um, no, oh man, no. But on the we we're, we're laughing, but this is very serious. Mm-hmm. The call of ministry should not be taken lightly. If you have entered into it already, you you should be in it to win it at all cost. If you are considering marriage ministry, whether you're engaged to someone, dating someone, courting someone, or aspiring. What's the difference between dating and courting? Oh, that's a topic for another podcast. Okay, never mind. Keep going. Understanding dating is you seeing multiple people. Courting is getting to know someone with the intent for it to turn into a uh, marriage relationship. Oh, dating. Okay, we might have to do some. Dating okay. is just people just, oh, I'm going out on a date. I mean, it's okay. nothing serious. I'm not trying to get to know you. We just, you know. Okay. Just that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, messed up my flow. God bless um, you. Uh, God loves you too, dear. Um, so I was with, talking to the people who were dating. Uh, yeah. I was like, God bless you. Yeah, God bless them too. God bless everyone. God bless the quarters, the daters, <laughs> <laughs> the haters, the baiters, <laughs> the naysayers. Um, but we serious, the call cost. And so you should really take into fact all of the things that um, in your singlehood, if you're single, that you enjoy about being single. Because you may, it's, it may cost you that freedom, yeah. that flexibility um, that you enjoy so much. It may cost you the very thing you said you would never give up. Mm. And I heard co-pastor say that a long time ago. Never say never. Never say what you won't do, what you won't give up. But I never say it never. may cost you the very thing that you said I'm never going to do, or I'm never giving this up. To to the single folks who are thinking of getting married. Okay, so I don't want to yes. have Dede on the podcast. So, so anyway, <laughs> I mean, you was you was going, so I was like, okay. No, so I, I'm, 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 rewind. I think we have reached the end of the... I, I guess we did. I think I was finished. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. I, the cost may cost you getting cut off. <laughs> <laughs> so, as, oh I love my you. goodness. We, we, have, we have to pray. So, if you have your spouse, if your spouse is near. Or you can pause the recording and pray with your spouse. Yeah, go or grab them. Or you can pray now. Rewind and pray with them again yeah. later. Go get them. Go get them off the toilet. So we I just... can't believe he just said that on the podcast. <laughs> Y'all pray for my husband and pray for my strength. Oh, jeez. 
So we just want to pray. And again, if all hearts and minds are ready and able, Father, we just come before you right now in the name of Jesus, giving you all the praise, glory, and honor. Thank we you, thank Jesus. you for this time that we are able to share with your children, our brothers and sisters, what you've given us. So we pray, Father, that you prepare their hearts so that they can understand that marriage is a ministry and it will cost. It will cost them uh, time. It will cost them effort, it, not just monetarily, but it will cost them. So we thank you that for those uh, for those who are listening to our pod- podcast, excuse me, that are married, we pray that you strengthen them right now. We bind the spirit of selfishness. We, mm-hmm. bind, a, we bind a divisive spirit. We bind anything that is unlike the Holy Spirit trying to come in between the marriages, in between the husbands and wives. We thank you, Father, because your word says what you have joined together, let no man put asunder. So we thank you. And we just call the spirit of unity, the spirit of oneness, so that they can understand the husbands can understand their wives and wives can understand their husbands. For those who are listening to our podcast that are single, Father, bless them, bless their mind, open their eyes right now so they can understand this is a ministry. It's not uh, how many uh, hits they can get on social media or who's coming to the wedding or how big the wedding ceremony will be. It is about, did you call them into the ministry of marriage? So we thank you for everything you've done. I thank you for blessing the words of this podcast so that they will fall on good ground and accomplish that which you were set out to do. And we just give you praise, glory, and honor. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I touch and agree with my husband, Doug. And we thank you, God, for calling us to the ministry of marriage, God. We thank you for using us to impart into other marrieds or those who desire to be married, God. We pray that you would enlighten their understanding, God, and give them um, strength in this marriage ministry, God, that you would show them what the call costs, God. God, that you would show them that it costs. They may not see the specifics each day, but you prepare them and strengthen them for the journey, God. Father, that you would help them to count up the cost, God, and that they will stand flat-footed, that they will stay, that they will stand steadfast and unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord because marriage ministry is your work, God. Help them to understand that it is not about them. It is not about the wife. It is not about the husband, but it's about God getting the glory. Help them to understand that, God. You said that we are supposed to lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge you and you'll direct our paths. Help each each and every husband and wife and prospective husband and wife lean not to their own understanding, to to look to you, God, the author and the finisher of their faith, God, to walk after you, to walk in your purpose, to walk in your plans for their marriage, God, to not be selfish, God, but to be selfless, for it to be about you getting the glory. Help the teams be stronger, God, the marriage teams, God, whether it's the the Joneses or the Williams or the the Davises or the Danslers or the 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 Martinez or anyone God 
any marriage, God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would bless their union and make it stronger, God, that they would stand strong in the call. I just hear that in my spirit, God, for them to stand strong. Give them the strength that they need for the journey ahead, God, because we don't know what each day holds, God. We don't know what the call costs, God, but we know it costs something. So, God, when those things start to come in, those expenses and those things that they have to endure, give them the strength to endure it. Give them the tenacity, God. Give them the word to stand on, God. Feed them your word, God, that's going to give them their strength, that's going to give them the faith to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. God, we thank you for strength in every season of their marriage, God, in the good times, in the bad times, in the happy times, in the sad times, God. Give them strength for the journey ahead. Help them to be a accountable to one another, God, without fear. Help tear down every wall of negativity and, and uh, self-protectiveness, God. Let them learn to be vulnerable with one another, God, without fear, God. Thank you for blessing the marriages for each one to be naked and not ashamed, naked spiritually, not naturally, but naked spiritually, God, where they can talk, open up the lines of communication, God, in marriage, and bless each listener, God, to not just speak to their spouse or speak with their spouse, but to listen to their spouse and understand their spouse, God. Bring them closer together as they continue to grow to become one. Bless the husbands, God, to be the head that you called them to be, not the boss, not the, the domineering one, but to lead that family in the name of Jesus. Help the wife, God, to be the helpmate that you called her to be, God, that she helps and undergirds her husband in the vision that they have for their life, for their family, and ultimately the purpose and the plans that you have for them. God, I thank you for blessing each and every marriage and every listener. God, as they go forth this week, help them to continue to be great for you so that you can get all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.